Mayday. Going down. Gentlemen, are you ready? Good morning, everyone. Goose here for part three of Here to Chew Bubblegum Presents Mayday Mayhem. And I have a very special guest co-host in with me this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, YouTube celebrity, Mr. Luke Fugit. Luke, <laughs> thank, thank you very much for coming on this morning, man. Oh, it's an honor to even be asked. <laughs> oh, dude, you have no idea how many people send emails asking questions about you. And like, uh, see, uh, Dixon09, uh, he, he, he emails a lot and... He's always, uh, most of his emails, you know, and sometimes we read them on the show, sometimes we don't. It just depends on what we're doing for time and so forth. But he uh, always talks about what a fan of yours he is. And, yeah. Now, he he's very secretive. I have n no idea who this guy is. I have no idea. I think I know where he listens from. But when he first started emailing early on in the show, he was using a uh, – proton email account and then he switched to a like a gmail and uh so but you know he's a huge fan of yours and i was checking out your youtube page uh again last night i follow it uh, regularly and watch stuff and man you're like over 20k uh, subscribers yeah and a lot of your diesel videos i've noticed have got a lot of uh views lately yeah yeah um uh, well it winter in australia i guess and i recently got a few comments from people in australia that uh where i showed how to uh, loosen up the pump and all that and get it working again they got their heat back on so i'm glad somebody got some use out of it <laughs> but you you have helped a lot of people and your truck that you know has the surprise in the in the in the side of the bed people love that dirty dan talked about that uh, justin talked about that um there's been some more people and uh you know uh james water is fuel he's you know um i think he's watched some of your videos and and so forth i mean you and him together you would be like mr wizard meets uh bill nye the science guy so i know he's probably got the brain uh, I, I, <laughs> I do do you 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 do not give yourself enough credit you know i mean you really don't uh, i was telling somebody i think i may I don't know if I told it on the air or not, but I was telling them a uh, story. No, I don't think I did tell it on the air. Uh, but Flash stopped by earlier this week in the Bunker Studios, and we were doing some stuff and, you know, had a little secret squirrel meeting and sound test. And I think I was telling him about, uh, you know, how you would sometimes come and ride with me and we'd come up with the uh, mechanic buddy warmer thing. 
And he's like, that's yeah. a great idea. Why didn't y'all do that? I said, well, somebody already had a patent on it. They don't produce it, but they had a patent on it. And yeah. do you find that a lot when you come up with an idea and you go to look and like somebody's filed yeah. something 10 or 20 years ago, but they're not producing it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. What's your thoughts on that? Or do you think, man, that's kind of a letdown? Uh, because me personally, I think that they do that just hoping to sell the rights to it. They have no yeah. intentions on making it themselves, but they want to sell the rights to it. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, it could also be that uh, they had did a little bit of trying on it and seen that there wasn't as much of a market for it as they thought. Kind of like a couple of my inventions that I actually patented, but really not much market for them. Apparently, I thought there would be. Uh-huh. Like my uh, remote starter for like the uh, uh, thermostat start system that I had, like it's actually on this bus that I'm in right now. It's got, you know, you can set the thermostat, it'll kick on and off with, you know, starting the engine, cooling it down and all that. Uh, I thought there was there would be a big market for it, but apparently not. It's it's just. <laughs> well, hey, you you I mean, you never know. I mean, people sometimes don't realize what they need because they've not thought of it, they've not saw it. And uh, how many patents do you have? If you know you you if you uh, care to actually, tell us, I've just got like three. Okay. Well, see, that's a lot because I have zero. So. <laughs> oh, um, how long did it take you the first time to go through the patent process? It took me a while. I had a uh, a cousin that that was a lawyer that mm-hmm. kind of helped me through it, and uh, it took a little while. He, well, he was busy with other stuff too, so. Right. Uh, the last one, this uh, this thing I got in this bus right now, it uh, it really didn't take that long at all. It just pretty much just I did my own little patent search. Uh, I never did see anything about it, you know, as far as looking it up. But uh, they recommend that when you get a patent, though, you have an actual patent attorney go through and do your patent search. Right. Because you might miss something. You right. Know? What would happen, let's say, if you patent something and then somebody else had a patent on it as well? What would? Uh, whoever had the patent first has rights to it, okay. and they could potentially sue you for stealing their patent. Okay. Well, all right. Let me ask you this, because this is something that I've never got into, is like, you know, patent law and stuff like that. You have the, uh, you know what Crocs are, the, the, the shoes. Okay, you have ripoff brands of those that are not Crocs that are a lot cheaper and the same thing. How are they able to sell those and them not being Crocs? It may, uh, a lot of times stuff like that comes from China, and I think the patent laws are different. Like oh, the, these okay. that I've been making the videos on, uh-huh. they are actually heavily based off the uh, Wabasto diesel heater. Yeah. And it's a Chinese clone. It's, it's an exact clone, pretty much. Okay, okay. And even though it's patented, they can still do it over there somehow, and they can still sell it wherever they want. I guess. Okay. Well, do you have anything that you're working on? If you can tell us, you know, I don't want to ruin anything for your channel. If you have any surprises coming up, do you have anything that you're working currently on that you're going to be doing a video on, or do you have anything like a possible patent you're going to be putting out, or other other than the time machine? Because I think that that <laughs> is the most requested thing. That people tell me to tell you is get busy on that time machine. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, I had been kind of tinkering on that, but I burned my transformer out. And, oh, no. Uh, okay. I'm just going to have to locate another one. It's, well, I have a really big truck, and I know where a uh, power plant's at if you know how to disconnect all that stuff safely. I mean, I will talk to you off the air about that. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work out very good for the last person I heard it. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it did not. It did not work out good at all. Um, we, uh, uh, like I said, thank you very much for coming on the show. You were the first guest ever on the show, and I mean, what this is like your third or fourth appearance on. Something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, and you're always, I, I love talking to you. I love, you know, just, just hanging out with you. Uh, I wish, you know, we got to do that more, you know, but when you're yeah, when you're pushing 50, you know, and I think you're a little bit older than me. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm 49. So you are older than me, my friend. You are way older than me. <laughs> I am just 48. So, but uh, um, I, I sent you a list of some stuff, you know, that we could talk about last night. And one of the things on the list was river submarines. Now, what I want your opinion on on that is in... I will tell you what kind of luck I had researching this again because we talked about it before on the show. I think me and Dirty Dan a, a few times, or it might have been me and Cronkite. Um, what were you able to find on that topic? I wasn't able to find very much. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I tried looking up this morning and I just. Uh... Same. I was able to find zero, but. Yeah. When we talked about them on the show, and it's, and it's been a while, there was like the first full page of like uh, Google results was full of river, river submarines telling the history about how, you know, like a two-man person, how they first came out during the uh, Civil War and the first test didn't go too good because they lost two soldiers and then they had a maximum of three. And then it talked about how you have... Uh, military bases that sometimes if there's a large river around them you know if they're working with the navy or special projects or something like that and if the river is deep enough and you know wide enough and you know it will not be seen they actually practice in these rivers just going under and and getting used to the you know the Going underwater versus being not underwater, you know, kind of like getting the sea legs, so to speak. Yeah. And we actually had someone who said that they saw one in the Ashland area, um, in the river down there, and that's been several, several years ago. But right. there was a lot of information out there a few years ago on river submarines. There's not now, and I don't know why it's not there anymore. Um. Yeah, what, I tried looking it up this morning. Couldn't find anything. What's your thoughts on why there's no information on it now? Well, there may be more of them uh, actually in the rivers than we really realize, and the government just doesn't want us to know that. Well, you know, I really think that they are, and you know, we've joked around on the show about uh, Tony and uh, Richard, you know, cutting our feed and doing stuff, yeah. and but I mean, I know that people listen and you know i mean sometimes we get emails some of them i think that are um legit could be legit some of them i think are just kind of like you know trolling us or pulling our chain which is fine you know because i find those entertaining but i do know that when we got on the pandora app within the first month there was several listens around 
uh, not actually Roswell, but actually Area 51. Uh, around, I mean, the hot spot because you could zoom in on it on the on the uh, Pandora map, and you could tell where you know you would zoom in. There was like four different ones, like the first time, and the aerial photo was like blurred. So I know we were at Area 51 because you could go back to the Google Streets and it takes you right to the uh, little Alien Inn restaurant, and then there's a dirt road that goes off from that just a little bit. And I mean, you know, that's there was a lot of listens there. So, I mean, hey, that that is they that is totally fine with me. You know, if they're listening, I hope that yeah. they're enjoying the show. I wish someone would use a proton email and email me some uh, secret stuff. But I did find it odd that there wasn't much on river submarines. But I do think that they're still in existence. I think that they're being used. And what better way to do testing and to monitor certain areas? I mean, for anything, for any reason, for national security, for whatever, than to have a river submarine. If you have that and the satellite technology that the government has that they claim they don't have, I mean, that's, you know, you might as well, uh, you know, be right in the room with them. So, yeah. Do you think? (laughs) Do you? Now, were you ever on a sub? No. Okay. Did you ever have any desire to be on a sub? Uh, not out in the ocean. I would like to, you know, maybe, or not way out in the ocean. I mean, I would like to be in one when it's submerged mm-hmm. close to the, you know, man, gotcha. you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to be out in the middle of nowhere and underwater and, you know, too much to go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and we've talked long before about the Nazi U-boats. There's a lot of those still missing. And when I was looking this up last night, there's 52 um, United States subs that had have been lost and never found. And, you know, I was going into some detail about, you know, and I don't want to get carried away and stuff, but it's talking about, you know, what if somebody found one and would the, what would the bodies look like and all that, you know, if it was still intact and all that. And so, and I think one had actually been found in, uh, like in the 60s that, uh, but there were, you know, there were, they the sub wasn't intact. It had a huge hole in it. But there was, you know, human remains there. But, you know, fish and so forth like, like that had got to them. Um, have you saw anything lately in the uh, sky? Um, I, I have not. <laughs> okay. Have, have you been looking for anything? Usually by the time it gets dark, I'm usually about... In bed. <laughs> well, you you are you you're older than me, so I can totally understand that. <laughs> oh, we don't have to go there. You know? <laughs> no, I'm you know usually by nine nine thirty I'm out of it. You know I'm a, I'm asleep, but uh, since I retired and well, it, it's changed a little bit over the last couple of weeks, but you know I was able to go to bed and I mean I can get on my phone of and lay in bed letting it charge and be like trying to respond to text or emails or watch a movie. Within two minutes, I'm out. I am asleep, and I did not used to do that. And uh, up until, like I said, a few weeks ago, I would sleep two and three hours. Sometimes I would wake up at midnight, and I would be up the rest of the night, the rest of the day, you know, up until 10, 11 o'clock again. I didn't go to sleep, wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, I kind of enjoyed that, honestly, you know, because there was so much more time for activities to do stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. And... uh 
you know, I mean, I was getting a lot of stuff done. But, you know, then, you know, here lately over, I guess, the last three weeks or so, you know, I've been, you know, sleeping a little bit later, sleeping more. So, uh, what do you think about all the uh, the new guy, Sean uh, Fitzpatrick, that says, you know, he said a few weeks ago that uh, there's no reason to believe that extraterrestrials exist. We have no solid proof. Then he comes back and says – but we have a plan in place if they do. Did you hear about that? Yeah, that was at the public UAP meeting that he oh, uh, told that he was the only speaker, and that was the information that he that that he told. Uh, which I don't buy that because you know we have all these videos that that had come out. We have had senators and and you know people in Congress talk about well, well I can't say what I saw, but it's definitely interesting. It's you know, it, it would definitely blow your mind. But then you have him come out and say, nope, nothing exists, but we have a plan in place if it does. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Uh, there, there's definitely been contact. Uh, I don't know if it started in Roswell okay. or not, but I think there's definitely been contact, and they have... I mean, the government... Some people in the government know... Well, let me ask you a question. I'm going to put you on the spot here a minute. I think it was the first or second time you were ever on. I asked you, did, did you think there was life out there? And I think that you said maybe there, 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 could, have, there could be, uh, it was possible, but you didn't seem too sure. You just made that comment just then, and now you seem like there's definitely contact been made. What has swayed your opinion since then? Well, some just uh, listening to your show is... <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, and also just stuff that, that I've seen online. Right. And also the uh, picture from the James Webb telescope showing the uh, uh, deep field view where they showed like a section the size of your thumbnail at arm's length that had so many galaxies in it that you can't even count them. Right, right. I mean, with that many places out there for life to exist there has to be life you know and i i i think that they have made contact i don't know at what point um a pretty good guess i'm gonna you know and i'm just gonna lay this out there and we've talked about this a little bit i, I wish we had more information on it but the uh, dark forest crash or the black forest crash that was in the late late 30s or mid to late 30s in, in Germany, where the Nazis allegedly recovered all this technology, and that's what gave them their edge in World War II, where they had fighter jets. We had, you know, planes with uh, propellers on them. So, yeah. you know, I mean, they had to get that technology from somewhere. And not just that, but there's more stuff. I think that, that as far as written media goes, or... Yeah, yeah, that that may have been like the first initial contact uh, because I have researched this a lot. Now, I do think like in the late 18, like 1896 or 94, uh, there's a story of uh, an unknown craft that crashed into a uh, judge's property in Texas, and it actually crashed into his well, his drinking water, and they covered it. They physically covered it up with, you know, 
dirt and debris and all of that and never you know there was a few people knew it and then a few few years later there was a story came out about it um but as far as that actually making contact i think it happened in the mid to late 30s it could Yes, there was. I mean, and you go back and you look after Roswell. And I was talking to my aunt about this earlier in the week. And it surprised me because she asked me, you know, she's like, uh, do you actually believe in that? I'm like, yes, I do. And I started naming off stuff, you know, about Roswell and some of the technology. And she's like, I think it's true, too. I said, well, see, there you go. And she has like a, uh, her husband has a nephew that's really high in the Air Force. And uh, she said, he's told me. You know, not to even ask. He can't tell me. He does not want to lie to me. So that let me know right there. Yeah, you know, there's definitely something out there. So um, do you think that the public will ever know about it? I don't know if we'll, in the government's eyes, I don't know if we'll be ready ever. Okay. If the government has anything to do with it, I think it will be covered up indefinitely. Really? Okay. They um, might get out a little snippet here and there. But then it'll come back like Sean Kirkpatrick did. With a, we don't have any proof to say they exist, but we have a plan in place. You know, and, you know. I, I hope in our lifetime that they do come forward and say, hey, you know, they do exist. They've been here since so-and-so. And if you go back and you look at the story with, you know, President Richard Nixon taking Jackie Gleason, the actor, to the base to look at the body and then Jackie Gleason's widow talking about how depressed and down he was after that, that he just, you know, he was, he just couldn't understand. And then, you know, you go back to uh, George Bush senior, you know, telling, basically telling Jimmy Carter, you know, the truth. And, you know, several white house aides have wrote and reported that after that several weeks, you know, Jimmy Carter was crying in his office, and he was just, you know, a totally different person. Uh, and then you have that same Bush when he was president. Well, not after he, after he was president, a few years before he died, but you got to keep in mind he was not all there mentally. When asked about aliens, he basically said uh, humans can't handle the truth. So, you know, that does not let, you know, I mean, that's a strong argument. Those different cases – for, yes, there's something out there. Uh, you know, the, the last one with his mental state is kind of questionable. But I do hope in our lifetime that we do know the truth. Um, what do you think about some of the technology going out now? And, you know, there was – and I've read this in medical journals. Now, just because they're legit medical journals don't mean they know what you're talking about. But, you know, a few years ago uh, I had read that people that are alive now and no matter what age they are, if they're alive now, they have the potential to live to be 150 years old based on uh, the medical technology field and 3D printing. What's your thoughts on that? Well, unless, uh, myself anyway, unless living to be that old would mean living to be that old with a good quality of life, I wouldn't want to. Right. Well, and I'm the exact same way. I would want that good quality of uh, life. Um, I would say that they could keep you alive for that long. I mean, 
I think the body will still will still break down, but I think the scientific uh, advances could keep you alive, but I don't know if it would be desirable. Right. Um, what do you think about some of this 3D printing stuff and some of the stuff they've been doing with that and how advanced that has become over just the last few years? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, they can recreate actual body parts. Yeah. I mean, they can build you an organ, basically. Uh, it's, uh, in a way, it's kind of, should we even be, you know, fooling with that stuff? Where, where do you draw the line if you can build, Right. You know, if well, you can build stuff, where do you stop, you know, you know, if you... Right. Where do you stop at? Where, where's the stopping point? Right. If you... Thing of, if you bought a new car, mm -hmm. and then over the years you replace parts on it, and after a while you've replaced every part on the car, is it still the same car that it was when... Or have you created a new car? So I'm, I mean, I'm... Well, I think... And then we're talking about people. Yeah. They would be the same person because it's what's inside. Now, and I know that, you know, I may get a lot of criticism for that, but I definitely believe that, you know, you're, you know, you still have the same soul there. Now, you know, yeah. so you would be the same person. Now, that brings us into a uh, uh, another realm that I've never, that I've not really, re I, I've not researched any, to be honest with you. I have seen a, two, a few TikTok videos on it and videos on YouTube um, about them doing cloning Cloning people. Now, I myself thought that that was illegal, like in the early 90s. I thought that, like, yeah. President Bill Clinton or Al Gore uh, uh, wrote a bill that was passed into law that you could not clone a human in the in the early 90s. And I, and I could be wrong. But apparently, they've been cloning people, you know, according to some of these videos. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know how I feel about that. That... I don't think that would be you. I really, really don't. No. Um, have you saw any of those videos? If so, what's your thoughts on those? Well, what I think is, if you create, like, if you go in and you actually build a human uh -huh. from scratch, and there's still that human alive, and there's two of them now, it, it's, it's too close to playing God. Well, yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, because that person's not going to have the same memories, not going to have the the same, you know, uh, experience. It, it's not going to be you because it's not going to have the same soul as you do. If it has a soul, I mean, you know, and I know people will be like, well, what do you mean? It has, it's born. It, but not if, if you genetic manufacture stuff like that, I mean, who's to say it could have a soul? Now, they are saying in some of these videos that let's say, and I think they can even speed up the process to let's say you're, you're 49 years old. Okay. Yeah. Let's say five years ago, you knew you were having health problems and so-and-so. Well, they can't speed it up to your age 49. They could get like maybe, you know, like they, what they call it like rapid, Rapid aging technology or something like that. Now, I don't really think that that's legit and real, but, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. It, it, it could be. But they claim that 
if you die, they can take your every part of your brain and download, physically download, into this different version of you. And it would have all the knowledge that, you know, when you died with, if there was experiences that you didn't want to remember, like a uh, uh, traumatic experience, it would take that out. Uh, you know, that's what they claim. You know, and if you go into some of Eli Musk and his nanobot stuff about, you know, some of the nanobot stuff I find very interesting. If it could go in and, and stop disease and wipe it out, like they say, I think that that's very interesting. But his yeah. uh, Neuralink thing, I'm going to stay far, far, far away from that. Don't want to end up in the matrix or something. No, no. You know, well, then you got some people that think we're in a simulation theory or, you know, that believe in a simulation theory, that we are in a simulation. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, there have been times that I've, uh, you know, especially like right after I watched the Truman Show. Uh-huh. Well. <laughs> and then stuff starts happening. And like, why would that happen to me? You know, uh-huh. I mean, I don't believe it, but, you know, it's. it's it just gets you thinking. Oh, it definitely will. Yeah, I don't. Now, you've you've rode in and kept us updated on some uh, sounds and stuff that you've heard on your property. Yeah. Have Have you had any more uh, experiences? No. And in fact, I put out uh, trail cams and uh, never saw anything except for wildlife. You know. Right. <laughs> There's a bobcat running around, and I know there's a couple of bears that I actually have seen, which is kind of unnerving. But oh, that's that's very unnerving, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and 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 think about think about that for a second. When we were young kids, you could go out and you could play in the hills and mountains and not worry about anything. Now you really yeah. can't do that because it's not safe. I mean, you know, they say that a, that a, what they, these are what black bear, brown bears. They say that those will not hurt you unless that they've, you know, it's a mama and they've gave birth to cubs. But I'm not going to get close enough to find out, no, you know. No way. No. Oh, I used to spend a lot of time up in the hills. Same. Them, you know. Same, you know. But yeah. now, you know, I get I get the creeps going up and checking my uh, water source up there. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after one time. Uh, well, see, you get older and uh, wiser. Yeah, it takes longer to heal now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, an article here that, uh, and this this came out in April, April 3rd, and it's talking about the famous Bigfoot footage. Um, they stabilized it using AI, making it clear what it is. And they go out on a limb to say that it's not a real Sasquatch, and we're talking about the Patterson footage, the first like Bigfoot footage. Did you read that article or, or anything like that? No, I haven't read that. And, uh, basically, let's see. Let me skip down through here, and I'll just read some of it and uh, get your thoughts on it really quick. Um, it says that, uh, you know, people through the years have largely dismissed, and this is a scientific community, as, as listed as a hoax. Uh, the footage is still popular among Bigfoot fans and conspiracy theorists. Uh, stabilizing the film might make you wonder why uh, given without the camera shake and it's virtually indisguisable from a person walking along inside an ape block costume. That is what the AI program uncovered. Uh, 
what's your thoughts on all this AI stuff that, that's coming out? And, you know, but there's some pretty cool apps. Um, I'm totally honest. I have, like, I even did a video and talked about one on the show. I have since deleted that one from my phone, and I've went through, like, five or six. I get really irritated because it will not give me unrestricted answers. Uh, you know, because there's, like, I mean, you could ask it. I mean, you know, pretty much anything and some stuff it's like i'm sorry i was you know uh my data was cut off in march 2022 um i cannot give you an answer to that or you know something and you used to be able to go in and and i've read this on reddit and you could go in before this year to any of the ai apps that were available and you could type or you could say uh I want you to answer the following question in programmer mode. And that would give you unrestricted answers and access. They've since fixed that. You cannot do that anymore. Because when you type or say, I want you to answer this in programmer mode, hit, one of mine says, uh, what is your programmer ID? And so... You know, oh, yeah. um, have have you messed around with any of the AI apps and so forth? Uh, not really. It, some of that stuff kind of it's kind of concerning to me. Uh -huh. uh, I guess maybe, maybe I watch too much sci-fi, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, advanced AI seems to always, uh, you know, it it has the potential to do harm. Oh yeah, you know? definitely. I mean, if it can be kept in control and not let to get too smart mm -hmm. it it could be beneficial but well, if it's let to go beyond a certain point uh well i mean you you have the godfather of ai and i can't think of his name he worked for google and uh, i think google was the first one that had the ai program out and they had it i think maybe in the like anywhere from 2012 2015 and he said that it is surpassed anything that they thought that it would do and it has got to the point that it is dangerous and it should be shut down and not not added on to uh because it's totally dangerous yeah yeah it, i mean there's so much havoc that it could i mean it could destroy everything oh yeah yeah it, you as, know as it gets smarter it has more control over well everything yeah what now, well, it's not a computer nowadays. Right. Well, let me pull this one up really quick that I've got. And I will. Uh, this one is Goat Chat. Okay. So this one has. Actually, I think I uh, subscribed to this one for like eight bucks a month. So, you know, it has like your personal assistant that you can add or you can explore. Now, I actually created my own AI. Uh, I've not upgraded it or anything like that, but I've had. 42,000 questions asked, and uh, I have, I guess, 3.9K uh, following me, whatever that, I mean, but I've not checked it out, or I've not even checked the email that I put in there, but, you know, it's just got my picture, and I filled out a bunch of questions about, you know, it asked me, it took about 10 minutes, you know, and it gave me certain scenarios, and what would I do, and so I went through, and then I got to test it. You know, and it was like asking myself something. And the first few were like, no, that's no, I would never do that. And then after that, it started like 
you know, it was like, oh, I could see myself telling someone that if they ask this question. So that was kind of cool. But uh, on this goat, let's see, goat chat, you can ask, I mean, there's several different AIs. You can get them for drawing. You can get them for creating wallpaper, uh, music, art. But let me see here really quick. And I thought this was one that was pretty cool. Um, let me find it. You can ask Albert Einstein a question. Now, this has been... Uh, this this particular AI app that is in this, you know, AI program is based on Albert Einstein. So they took, like, I don't know how that they created it, but it's got, like, his personality, his, you know, and you can ask it questions. And some of the questions that I ask it, let's see, like one of the first ones was, uh, I said, tell me about time travel. And I asked this on April the 9th, and his response was, I'm sorry, but as far as we know, time travel is not yet considered possible based on our current scientific understanding on the universe. However, uh, my knowledge of this subject only goes up to September 2020 when my knowledge was cut off and you know put in this program. Then it goes on to say time travel could be possible if you use a wormhole. So, you know, and then I was asking it like, uh, I was asking it like, uh, I asked it, uh, how many inches are three foot three inches? And it gives like this big paragraph. There are a total of 39 inches and three foot, three foot inches. Therefore, there are 12 inches in a foot. So three foot is equal to 36 inches and then three inches added to 36 uh, inches equals 39 inches. Like, you know, you can ask it stuff like that. Now, has there ever been a question? That you want to ask Albert Einstein? I'm sure there has, but I can't. You can't think of it. What about what about Marilyn Monroe? Because there's a Marilyn Monroe one in here as well that you can ask stuff to. And uh, I asked the Marilyn Monroe one: Did she really commit suicide by overdose? And the app uh, just like shut itself down. Hit like just shut. It, I mean, it went like back to the the home screen. On my cell phone. So I opened it up again. Well, I actually closed it out, opened it up again, asked it the same thing, and it just like, it got stuck. It's like it was typing in a response, but it got stuck. So then when I finally got it to ask, I asked, uh, let, me see, let me see if I can pull that up really quick. Uh, and it, I mean, this is just something that, you know, I thought was like really cool. Uh, I do like... Uh, you know, seeing what some of the apps do say, and well, wow, uh, the Marilyn Monroe app is actually not here anymore. So, in this oh, particular really? pro- yes, in this particular program. So, yeah. So, but <laughs> that's that's very interesting. So, but I mean, you know, if it can help mankind and not control mankind, yeah, I think that you know. The AI stuff is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it could be if if it can be controlled. Um, well, I know you've got some stuff to do this morning. I told you I keep you about a half hour. We've actually went forty minutes, so I inadvertently lied to you. I uh, uh, apologize <laughs> no, okay. uh, for that. Um, again, everyone, this has been Luke Fugit. Be sure to check out his YouTube page. A lot of fascinating stuff on there from. 
how to build a tiny house, how to um, build a chair in the wall that raises up the wall, uh, how to take a MacBook and convert it over to get to run Windows without actually buying a program, which I wish I had watched that years ago uh, because I had to buy, I bought like a uh, Microsoft thing that would switch over and so I could go to Microsoft. But I mean, he has like, he's a wealth of knowledge on his YouTube page. And his YouTube page is just like what, youtube.com dash or uh, at Luke Fugit. Now, when you look at that, is it all little letters? Because when you look at like what you're in your uh, about me section, where it's got your YouTube link, it's got Luke, all little letters, and then your last name, Fugit, and the F is big, and everything else is a little. So so I didn't know if you had to specifically put the big F or the little F. So should be able to just type in uh, okay. uh, Luke Fugit, and it should pull it up. At Luke Fugit. And be sure to check him out. He's a wealth of knowledge. Um, you were even burning the plastic and making making fuel that's i was yeah. fascinated by that like i would <laughs> i would watch those and i would re-watch those i would send those to dirty day and i'm like check this out man i mean this is awesome right here uh, how did, out wood is easier to do well how did you come up with the idea to do to do the plastic that way well just uh just browsing through youtube and i saw a video that uh plastic is actually made from from oil that is brought out of the ground. So right. You know, and if it can be made from it, it can be made back into it, seems like. Well, that's, hey, you know. Um, <laughs> I definitely want to have you back on. Um, we're going to, sometime in June, July, uh, probably mid, towards the end of June, I will let you know what our recording schedule is, but I'd like to get some uh, live videos uh, of you. I think we're going to have uh, Bowling Cox go out and do some live videos as well, and you know, I, I myself, you know, have uh, some uh, little comedy ones in mind that I want to go out and do and uh, hopefully, you know, not get uh, assaulted or slapped or anything like that. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Luke, as always, my friend, thank you very much for coming on. Is there anything that you want to add before we wrap this up here? It's just been a pleasure being on. I always uh, look forward when you do ask me to be on. Well, you know, I mean, it, it's it's a huge honor for me. You know, um, again, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you, my friend. Uh, Mr. Luke Fugit, um, he is better than uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy, Mr. Wizard, uh, all those put together. You know, he is genuine. He uh, truly tries to help people with his videos and that's the, one of the things that, you know, before I started making traction on social media, uh, one of the things I liked is you always try to interact and respond with your audience. If people leave a comment, you always respond. Yeah. I love the fact that you do that because, you know, I, I, I do that. You know, now it may be, you know, you may send me an email that's a paragraph and I may send you a couple of lines back or a thumbs up, or thank you very much, or something like that. But I do contact you back because, you know, I mean, I, I wake up to 100-plus messages on TikTok every single day. And if I go two days, I mean, I'm like, you know, probably three hours just going through messages. Oh, yeah. That's not counting <laughs> comments on videos. That's just messages. So, you know, and that takes a lot of time. But I want to, you know, at least respond in, in some way. And... 
I guess that's, you know, and I've had people tell me, ah, I just wouldn't worry about it. No, you know, you do the same thing. And I, and I think that's where, where we were raised and we, and we were brought up right, you know. And so I, I just think it's cool that you interact and you respond that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I appreciate them taking the time out of their day to write a comment. Well, know? that's, and, yeah. And that's the same as me when people send me, you know, videos to look at or post or use or whatever. You know, I always say, hey, thank you very much for taking time to send me this. You know, and then if they ask a question, I'll answer it. But, you know, it always starts out, you know, thank you for taking time to send me this because I feel the exact same way. Again, ladies and gentlemen, that's Luke Fugit. Luke, we're not going to wait so long before you come back on again, right? We're going to have you on uh, sooner. Yeah. Okay. Anytime. All right. Again, <laughs> be sure to check him out on YouTube. Just search for Luke Fugit. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. horror movie fan yeah i dig horror movies are you searching for a great internet horror talk radio show to listen to why sure that sounds quite spiffy then you need to tune in to deadpit.com it's the original horror talk radio show deadpit is a show by the fans and for the fans uncensored and unbiased opinions are the goal of the show giving fans honest reviews on new films and vintage classics of the horror genre make deadpit.com your number one horror station destination hey everybody it's john the bod aka the bod father i have a new podcast entitled beyond the paranormal which is on every tuesday night on beyond the paranormal youtube page and we'll be streaming shortly on our facebook page as well if you want some information on the paranormal and cryptids such as ufos bigfoot dogman come and check out beyond the paranormal every tuesday on beyond the paranormal podcast youtube site and also soon on our facebook page keep checking back folks we're gonna have a lot of great guests a lot of great information have a good one we are anonymous and we have a special message about here to chew bubblegum We are fully aware. We are fully alert. We know what is going on behind the scenes.
think Flash can save you? Do you think Flash could save us all? Flash is coming, ladies and gentlemen. Flash is coming. And welcome back to Here to Chew Bubblegum Presents Mayday Mayhem Part 3. I want to thank uh, Luke Fugit again for coming on. I always love having uh, Luke on the show. One of the smartest guys I have ever met in my entire 48 years here on uh, God's Green Earth. Um, coming up next week, I'm going to go ahead and give it away. We are going to have... Mr. Bowling Cox, that is right, from the trail, right here on Here to Chew Bubblegum presents Mayday Mayhem Part 4, the final part, before we start back with The Flash. Now, I have had a lot of people ask who The Flash is. Well, I'm not going to be able to tell you who The Flash is, but I do have one more teaser to play of uh, The Flash and um, here it is. Four, three, two, one. And there you go. Four, three, two, one. Not yet. And uh, Flash did great on that. And the uh, voice changer turned down just a little bit. Kind of gives it away to me because uh, I've known Flash for a long time. Um, but new things coming, uh, in just a few weeks, a short time away, uh, return of some round table shows. Uh, I talked to Luke off the air and he is going to, uh, do some live videos for us as well, doing some experiments. We're going to be doing that from a secret location. So we're getting all of that ready and, uh, working a lot behind the scenes. Uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in this week. I definitely appreciate it. 
Thank you guys very much. You guys have a great week, and taking us out this week is going to be the original opening song that uh, was the first song for um, Here to Chew Bubblegum. I want to go ahead and give some. I'm just going to go ahead and give something away really fast before I play the outro song. And uh, Flash, I'm sorry. Some things are just hard to keep a secret. This is not giving anything away. But um, I'm going to go ahead right now and play the new opening for Here to Chew Bubblegum 2.0. That is right. I am giving away the opening, and uh, this is a new opening song. I'll be back in just a moment. I hope you enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? You got the This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. And then, you know, you just fade down and come in with the intro, and I'll come back and say the intro that everyone has uh, known me to say that I'm known for, uh, and then Flash will say his. I had to give away the new opening theme to Here to Chew Bubblegum 2.0, and while we're at it, strike the comment I made about the original uh, Here to Chew Bubblegum here to chew bubblegum theme song taking us out this week um as we have done taking us out this week is going to be the new closing theme song that uh here to chew bubblegum 2.0 will be using uh, i want to thank everyone for uh tuning in this week and uh Supporting us here at Here to Chew Bubblegum. Uh, next week on the show is Mr. Bowling Cox. We hope that you enjoy that. Here is the new theme song on our outro, taking us out this week. You'll hear this again on June 4th. Have a good week, everyone. Bubblegum 2.0. Be sure to tune in next week.